Hello, Senator. Welcome to Transplants, the only podcast produced for and by people making a go of it in their new city or state. I am your host, Alec Flynn, and I quit my job today. Holy Christ. This is the first time I've quit a job and not been just asked to leave. Like this is, it feels good. I put in the two weeks notice. I don't even know how to write a two weeks notice. Okay. I threw in a quote from the other guys and you know, I said, Hey, I'm a, I'm a peacock captain. You gotta let me fly. And that's what I did. Um, I thought I'd get a little bit more pushback from people, but, um, I think the biggest thing is like, they were just happy for me, which is a nice thing to know. And I think that's a, you know, if you do a good job for a company, which ultimately I thought I did, um, I think that they are mostly just kind of happy for you in the most part. Uh, but I've been looking for a new job for a while. Um, and instead of telling my friends that I would just keep saying I was taking the fireman's exam. I'd say it casually too. Just like, yeah, you know, sales isn't for me. I think instead I'll just be a hero, you know, might fuck around, beat some cops in a charity softball game. I don't know, you know, something like that. Cause I think if you're looking for a job, you should tell your friends because maybe they can help you, you know, maybe they can't, but I was afraid. I didn't want my ego to be hit. So I didn't want to bring it up and then just hear, Oh, looking for a job. Well, good luck. Happy hunting. You know, I didn't want to hear that. Or even worse, they'd be like, yeah, I got a job and I need you to help moving some boxes into a truck. All right. It's not illegal. It's just heavily regulated. You know, I don't know. I, I just couldn't, I couldn't handle the working from home anymore. You know, when you work from home, the, the question, Hey, working hard or hardly working. The answer to that is no. Okay. I'm scrolling TikTok. And occasionally, I'm scratching my mouse pad to make sure people know I'm still online. That is working from home in a nutshell. Like, I'm 24. There's kids that I know that are going to be working from home. Like, they've been working from home their entire professional career. Do you know how strange that is, having career milestones from bed? Okay, you're, like, <laughs> you're wiping Triscuit crumbs off your sheets, you know, just like, yeah, yeah, I could see myself in a leadership role. It doesn't make any sense. It's not for us. And the worst part was I felt like I was, you know, I I need a personal connection with people that you're working with to a certain degree. I'd had that with pretty much every other job I'd had. I mean, granted, they weren't great jobs, but at least you knew where you stood with people. You knew where the line was in terms of joking around and hanging out. With these virtual relationships with your coworkers, I felt like I could just, they were catfishing me into thinking they were chill. You know, you're sharing memes back and forth. Ha ha, that's great. Oh my God, check out this video. Then you decide to send an extra spicy one and you get hit with the LOL in lowercase letters. Next thing you know, your manager is sending you a Teams message like, hey, do you have time? Like, come on, Dan. I thought you were cool. I thought you. Tr I trusted you to handle a little bit of, uh, you know, two girls, one cup. And you're throwing me under the bus, bus like this? I don't know. I'm excited to get back to commuting. I think commuting is important for the overall work schedule of people. Like, it makes, it feels like it's one of those things where you just, you have to do it. It's like a road trip. You're like, it's just going to feel better once I get there. 
no matter, you know, I know, I mean, you're ultimately going to end up at work, but I think the whole experience of commuting is such hell that you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm here. I might as well do the job I'm paid to do. You know, even like the worst, I mean, I'm having like a panic attack pretty much everyone is every time I step in my car, I made TikToks about it, but like you turn on NPR and that's never good news. It's almost like, like, hi, live from Washington. I'm Corna Colvin. A new Reuters poll has said that 80% of your friends secretly hate you. And later on all things considered, is that ingrown toenail infected? The answer is probably more at 11. Like that's what I feel like I hear every single time. And I'm most excited because I'm not moving into another sales role. I'm actually going to be doing TikTok um, for a company professionally. I don't want to say which company it is, but they're based out of Denver. I'm going to be going into the office. It's going to be a fun way. It's just going to way to be creative. I've, I've kind of just kept hammering at it, and eventually something came from this. And, uh, you know, it's not a success story by any means because I don't think I've really... It's all a journey. You know, it is all a journey, but... It's glad, it's happy to see something pay off. I'm happy to see that something that I was working for really hard at on the side, whether it's this podcast or whether it's my stand up and TikTok, has now come to fruition where I'm going to be managing, you know, different influencers. I'm going to be managing content and being on camera and things like that, which I feel like is where my strengths rest. I hate to say it, but I got a big old personality and people need to see it. No, um, I, I just, I'm really happy about what I got going on. But I put in the two weeks and I'm, I'm ready to be the man. All right. We do have a couple voicemails here. Actually, we literally just have one. I, I asked you guys on Instagram to send in your best, um, best quitting story. Um, literally none of you did except for my buddy, John Ross, John, you're the man. All right. Here's his uh, voicemail. I'm, re- I'm reacting in real time. When I was a senior in high school, I uh, decided to play for the baseball team at North Quincy high. And, um, we were terrible, but in the last game of the year, I was, uh, getting ready for my last career bat of baseball ever. And, uh, while I was on deck, I had, I had the donuts on the bat, three donuts, taking power swings, ready to swing out of my mind. And uh, the coach informed me that he had to take me out because of some roster change. And I was so pissed off. So I took my jersey off on the bench, walked the, out of the ballpark, and went to center field where I left a 30 rack the night before. And I just uh, started gassing beers. And like everyone could see me just drinking beers in center field while uh the game finished up and I was just chirping the other team from center field. And, uh, I mean, the coach were cool, but, uh, he texted me and asked if I could, uh, not go to the banquet to be a bad influence for the other players, but it was funny. <laughs> That's legit. Incredible. JR. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. What a story. That's the most you dude. You went full Antonio Brown. I mean, I thought when you say, like, pop the tarp and went into center field, I just picture you, like, waving your arms around, like, going <laughs> going past the other center fielder. Like, that's right. I got a 30 of BL smoothies back there ready to gas. I'm going to be chucking them at you while you try and catch pop-ups. <laughs> that's incredible, brother. That's a good quitting story. You know what? It's high school baseball. I mean, like, I, North Quincy High, I mean, I don't know if you guys had, like, you know, good, anyone good on the team, but. That is also a very Quincy story. I, you know, at BC High, you know, I'd probably 
get my pants pulled down and paddled or something like that. Um, or yeah, who, who would even know? Um, I'm not going to name names, but some of the coaches were a little uptight. Uh, that's a fantastic quitting story. I wish I had something as legendary as that. See, that's the thing. When you quit and you work from home, you can't really give the double finger salute. You can't really do the, the, the victorious parade out of the thing, you know, waving goodbye, doing the, and you can tell everybody, and you can tell everybody. You can't do that if you're just at home. You just got to, I don't know, put on some Limp biscuit and uh, just break stuff because you did it. You, you're out of corporate America. Uh, JR, thank you for sending in the voicemail. We're going to try and get more voicemails on this show. Uh, one more thing before I wrap up. This is not really related to quitting, but it is a bit of a human interest piece. So I read in the newspaper, I read the newspaper, not a bird girl. Um, I read that a girl from Kansas was recently captured in Syria for being one of the top commanders in ISIS. And I feel like I say it all the time, but study abroad can just change your life. You know, you're this one person at school and then, hey, wow, who's this terrorist getting out of her comfort zone? Talk about yeehaw to jihad, you know, like. I, I love this story so much. I mean, because it is objectively impressive. The, the leadership of most terrorist organizations is fairly male-dominated. No. You got, like, your Bin Ladens, your Bakur al-Baghdadis, and now you got Brittany. Okay? That's making history. I'm sorry. Her story. That's right. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I feel like there's there's something good. I mean... Do you know how hard you have to girl boss to become a leader in an Islamic militant group? You need to slay, queen. Like, you need to slay villages of... You need to be, like, a bloodthirsty maniac. Like, that's what you need to do. But good for her. I don't know. I don't really see the appeal of being a woman in a terrorist... Islamic terrorist organization. Like, when you die, you know, in the name of jihad you know aren't your 72 virgins men that you that's gross like ah just a bunch of hairy men virgins you don't want that god you'll never you're not gonna come even in the afterlife that's brutal um but yeah shout out to this lady from kansas um just this is what happens when we discourage white women from joining social justice movements because they're co-opting it or whatever. It's like, you know what? Just let Karen's freak out in America or else they're going to they're going to freak out and try and be suicide bombers. Um all right. Short episode this week. We have a very exciting interview coming up next week. I'm pumped about her uh joining the show. Um, you might know her as Lydia Lou on TikTok. Lydia Keating is going to be on the show next week. Um, but until then, uh, if you want to see me do stand up, I'm going to be at Western Sky Beer Bar and Tap Room on this Thursday. Next Wednesday, I'll be at Avanti downtown. Um, just trying to get things going. If you live in the Colorado area, if you go to a college or something like that, you want me to come and do a to stand up, hit me up because I think that I'm trying to organize something like that. See you, Boulder. But until then, just uh, follow and uh, share the podcast. I really appreciate everybody who listens. It's growing every day. 
um, and we're just going to keep growing. This will always be a free podcast, by the way. I'll never charge anybody for it because I just want to get the information out there that it's fun for everybody. It's all age groups and all shapes and sizes of people. All right. Goodbye, Senator.